Welcome back to Me and Mariah, the podcast where I, Taylor, a lifelong diehard lamb, inform, educate, and enhance the life of my co-host, Blake. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) With a plethora of Mariah. Mariah the noun, ideology, (laughs) Mariah-ideology. Well, on this week's episode, we're talking about something different. This one falls into the same category as our episode from back in the beginning, where I, for no reason, bought all of her perfumes for us to review. Oh, that was a fun one. That was a smelly one. (laughs) I get a fragrant moment. (laughs) I actually wear two of them regularly, and I get so many compliments. When I first got them, I was only wearing M, the purple one, the first one she came out with. The one that's supposed to smell like roasty, toasty marshmallows. Mm -hmm. But now that's just an evening moment for me. But something that I wear all the time is forever. Are you wearing it right now? I sure am. Oh, I can kind of smell it. The one that's in that elegant looking crystal oh, style the luxury bottle. one. Yeah. Hims, hers, straights, gays, and theys, they all love it. And everything in between. Well, that's Mariah though. Like everyone could love her if they allowed themselves to. You're proof of that. Yeah. It's taken some work and a lot of years. Lambs, we've just got to chip away at the tough wall of cement blocks covered in barbed wire fence surrounded by an alligator-infested moat that surrounds the average person's ability to understand and appreciate Mariah like we do. I thought you were only describing me. No. Wow. (laughs) No, just the general you. Yeah. (laughs) Whenever I'm scrolling on TikTok, I scroll past a random person who's live and I'll ask what's your favorite Mariah Carey song? And about nine times out of 10, they have an answer. And it's usually fantasy or we belong together. What's my favorite Mariah Carey song? Oh, that's a hard one. I gotta think of the name of it, actually. I'm gonna have to Google this because I have it at the tip of my tongue. As soon as I see it, I'm gonna know too. All I want for Christmas is you. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Not that one. Um, We Belong Together is good, but it's not that song. It's like her first, like first, 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 first. The last time I did it, the guy said, can't live, which that's not a title of any Mariah song, but I knew what he meant. What did he mean? He meant Ken Lee, a liba diba doubt you. What? Yeah, it's one of her biggest hits. What is it? You know, this is also a really important first date question as well. Mm. Big red flag if somebody doesn't have a definitive answer. Unless they're like me where I could never answer such a broad question. Like you have to have multiple answers. Yeah, my favorite. For it to be justified. Yeah, because it could change with the wind. It depends on the temperature, the mood. Did I eat breakfast that day? Did I shampoo my hair that morning or the night before? All of these things can affect my answer. Yeah. Because there is a different Mariah song for every emotion that I've ever felt, every situation I've ever lived through. She's been there before me. She walked so I can run. Not that I'm running. Neither is she. Let's be real. (laughs) We're both just sitting in office chairs being pushed to our destination by those closest to us. (laughs) While we're on the topic of walking and running, I think this would be a great time to mention this week's topic. Even though, you know, if they're listening, they probably read the title. Right. 
But in 2006, Gillette gifted Mariah's legs the honor of being legs of a goddess and then erected a 16-foot, 300-pound statue as a tribute. It's the Gillette Venus Celebrity Legs of a Goddess, which was a huge compliment and um, just felt really good. <laughs> I cannot wait to dissect the phenomenon that is Mariah Carey's legs. Yeah, that's the episode. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what can you say? Just when you thought my hemlines couldn't get any shorter and um, my legs couldn't get any longer, I decided to take it all the way up. I tried to find any other goddesses with legs from Gillette and the only other person was Rihanna in 2007, but they didn't even make a statue for her, so I'm not really sure what the point of that even was. Did she do the commercials? No. Oh. Neither did Mariah. Oh. Yeah. And you know, earlier this week, I actually reached out to the man who purchased the legs to see if there was anything that he wanted to talk about. I certainly have a lot of questions for him, but I didn't hear back. His name is Philip Heyer. Heyer? I don't know. He's a realtor in Seattle. And he has her huge <laughs> leg statue. Where yeah. do you think he puts it? In his ass. <gasps> I guess they were auctioned off for Mariah's Fresh Air Fund charity, and he paid $555 for them. Oh, I thought they'd be a few thousand at least. Well, I mean, who's who's fighting over the legs? They're huge. The idea of it is great, a lot like bottoming. Sounds good, in theory. But the act of it, like, where are you going to put these I things? think that's a personal opinion. Oh. Yeah. Well, he did what any normal... Well, what I would do when I know the delivery date of my 16-foot statue of Mariah's legs, he sent out a chain email to anyone and everyone who might want to see them. <laughs> That's a lot of legwork for a fake set of stems, <laughs> if you ask me, but... That's all I'm going to say tonight. So let me read you the email. Oh. So it reads, today only. So don't try to come by tomorrow because I'm busy. He didn't say that part. <laughs> I added that. So today only, you are invited to watch the arrival slash installation of Philip's latest endeavor. Oh, by the way, I guess this guy is a memorabilia collector. Not sure if it's strictly Mariah or what. I'd love to ask him. But I discovered that he also owns the pink dress Mariah wore in glitter, the one at the award show with the first stole over the shoulder moment. Right. Love that dress. I wonder if he's tried it on. See, I have so many questions. Yeah, I just want to know, like, does it look like a little mini museum in his house? Like, does he have a memorabilia room? Or is it just, like, throughout his house, randomly, like, like decor? I would have it like that. Just, like casually sitting there yeah okay but back to the email philly's latest endeavor a 16 foot that is correct replica of mariah carey's legs autographed by the living legend they are being delivered to my place on a 68 foot moving truck from new york city between 11 a.m and 1 p.m on friday the 13th and yes in keeping with that lucky day it is scheduled to rain (laughs) now could you imagine being that delivery boy can you imagine being invited to that I don't think I would <laughs> the go. The arrival of her legs. Again, idea sounds great. Yeah. Act of standing in the rain to see some plastic legs. I don't know if I could do it. Well, then he went on to say, a photographer will be on hand and I'll be interviewed by Entertainment Weekly's In Touch magazine due out next week in stores. Wow. My favorite picture from this little photo op, by the way, is the one of him laying under the legs, smiling next to her crotch. That's very <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that too. I really am like very quite virginal. The In Touch article is funny. It says, some men will do anything to get close to a gorgeous pair of long legs like okay read the room in touch wrong, read the rainbow wrong room demographic. <laughs> i mean he can't even set them up anywhere he bought them just to lay them in his garage oh they're, so they're in his garage that's what this he said on, that's what he said in the article that's what I yeah i mean get rid of the couch phil mariah's legs are moving in 
Like, what do you need furniture when you've got legs of a goddess in your living room? That's just my take. Not very comfortable. I'd have to get an extra bedroom. They'd have their own wing at my place. Like, that's all. It's like getting a dog. Like, you have to just make room for a new set of legs. Oh my god, what if you made it into like a fountain and put it outside? (laughs) That would be cool. I would love that. (laughs) Well, now he's turned them into a float in Seattle's Pride Parade to promote his company. So I don't know if it was just once or if it's like an annual thing that he brings out every year. That would be fun to see. But yeah, the shoes are now red and her skirt is a house and she's no longer Mariah. She's the Wicked Witch and Philip is off to see the wizard. I can't believe that he did that. Her autograph is under there. Well, I would feel like extreme guilt for like altering their original appearance, but that's just like my opinion. I feel like it devalues them if there's even value to them at all. I think the autograph is the value maybe. I wonder if they, like, if that's one of those random memorabilia things that would increase in value over time. Like, I would think it would. As she gets older and whatever. Especially the craziness of it. Yeah. Like, who else has that? It's a one of a kind. It's so unique. But whatever, Philip. As Jewel would say, follow your heart, your intuition. <laughs> <laughs> well, now's not the time for that. That's the competition to Gillette. I'm your Venus. I'm your fire. Oh. You know. I keep, I keep getting the mix up in my head. Well, not to go too far off topic, what an interesting time for Jewel. That time period? The girl who once lived in a van all of a sudden in her pop star era on VH1 in front of an LED screen that says Big Pimpin'. Now that's the white American dream in a nutshell. That was a whole lot different than standing still beneath the darkened sky. Jewel did that? Yeah, for the intuition song. You have to rewatch that video. It is something else. It was almost like it was supposed to be her butterfly moment, but in reverse because Jewel wasn't stifled like Mariah in the beginning. That's why she eventually just went right back into that cocoon, like how she was before 0304. <laughs> I remember the Chic Intuition commercials because it looked like a bar of soap attached at the end of a razor, like blades yes. hidden in a moisturizing lather. It seemed like a good idea, but when you actually use the product, like that kind of got in the way. I've tried it like once when it was at an all-time like peak in popularity. Kind of a bad product, honestly. <laughs> I'm sure Mariah has a lifetime supply of those pink Gillette <laughs> Venus razors still Probably. in the package. Yeah. Like from 15 years ago. True. Okay, that was like actually 15 years ago, 2006. Whoa. Whoa. I'm spiraling. But what was I going to say? Do you think she would ever even use a razor? Like, I just don't see it. That hair was lasered off years ago. And now that I'm bringing up lasers, yeah. I'm wondering about her Pikachu. Like, sorry, Lambs, I hate thinking about Mariah in human form like that, but she does have one. I think that most people with money decide to get laser or electrolysis because they have busy lives, they have the money to not think or care about those sort of small mundane tasks. So I agree. I think her hair is just gone. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you think, like, probably even her freaking arms, like... Yeah, that's true. If you true. have all the money in the world. Yeah, just the hair on her head and her yeah, eyebrows. that's it. That's it. She comes from the era of the landing strip, though. Like, a little strip of bacon was very high fashion. So that <laughs> could be a possibility. Not like Jewel or, you know, Britney Spears. Like it's lasered that way? Yeah. Because <laughs> you know how, like, Britney's kadoodle, she, it's bald. Yeah. Because that was in for that era. That's true. Good point. You know, just use Nair.
instead of a razor because then you can switch it up. You can do it sometimes. You could do shapes and skip the pain of waxing, which I could never understand, especially like on my Amsterdams. No, thank you. <laughs> I, I have tried lots of different hair removal methods. Waxing, I wanted to cry. I was shaking from pain. Yep. It was not fun. I hear it gets better, but just never did it again. Again with bottoming. I did it just, oh. <laughs> I did do hair removal like laser but it didn't really work for me like some people just doesn't work on which sucks and then you mentioned nair i did nair for a long time but one time (laughs) on my legs i did it and i think it might have been like expired or something like it all of a sudden it had a terrible reaction and i had these crazy red streaks on my legs that would not go away for a week like you could see yeah it looked like it but streaky (laughs) it was the worst like that zebra gum pretty much might as well have been yeah (laughs) i will give her the mariah carey legs of a goddess um award (laughs) so i mean dealing with all of those different methods that are just like more trouble than they're worth a hundred percent she got lasered zip zap done or electrolysis yeah that story reminds me of this birthday party that i was invited to in fifth grade it was a surfing party at the beach Ooh, how san diego of you i know the kid's name was jeremy or miles or maybe it could have been (laughs) kevin it was one of the other white boys with blonde hair i honestly don't even remember going to the party now that i'm thinking about it but i do remember preparing myself for it for like an entire week and let me start by telling you this i'm pants i wear shorts occasionally if it's the right circumstance for shorts but i'm just more comfy in pants i'm pants (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know what gave me the idea but i decided that i had to tan my legs a little bit before the party so that i wasn't going to be pasty Mm -hmm. so i remember my original plan was just i'm gonna wear shorts for a week (laughs) so that by the end of the week my legs are exposed all the time so they'll be a little tanner yeah and my grandma had the brilliant idea to get me some tanning lotion the kind that turns you orange so i rubbed that shit all over my fucking legs until i looked like a goddamn tangerine (laughs) you probably thought it looked so cool i wish i could tell you what happened at that party though it must have been really traumatic for me to block it out like that i do remember someone asking me why my legs looked like that at school that week and i told her that i had scurvy (laughs) no you did not well because it was the only thing i could think of scurvy has to do with oranges right and pirates i don't know oh my god no no. <laughs> no. You know, these mishaps would totally be avoidable if we just had a billion-dollar insurance policy on our legs like Mariah did in 2006. Apparently. I mean, a billion dollars. That is like insanity with a B. to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't really like to talk about money, but I would definitely say that if your legs were insured for a billion dollars, it wouldn't really be the best thing to go around talking about it. <laughs> so if something were to happen... To the physical appearance of them even not even like not even an injury appearance she would make money i don't know how it works because heidi klum's legs are also insured and she said one is worth more than the other because one of them has a cut oh. so i don't know i don't know how so that the one without works. A cut is worth more is worth more and like who's putting a price tag on these legs I don't know. Something like that is not attainable for you or I. Like, this type of policy is not offered at the standard insurance company. Like, go. Yeah, you can't just waltz into Allstate and ask for the billion-dollar leg special. Like, trust me, I tried it. 
There's a thing, though, called death and dismemberment coverage, which it's similar in the sense that you'd be covered if you lost a body part, but you literally have to lose it, like detach it from the rest of you for the insurance to cover it. That's America, mama. And Gillette definitely paid the premium on that policy, and I doubt they renewed it. It was most likely just to cause a little controversy, a little publicity, some press, some promo, and besides, Mariah was about to do her Adventures of Mimi tour that summer. So what a great safety net to have in place just in case something were to happen while you're on the road. Oh, okay, so they initially are the ones that got it for her because of her, like, partnership. Right. Okay, got it. And for her Sweet Fantasy tour 10 years later, the one that's documented on Mariah's World, Mm -hmm. she had a $35 million policy on her legs and voice. See, that's more realistic for her, I feel like. The voice I get. The voice I get, though. That is actually, like, related to her ability to make money and, like, produce her content. Like, it's her job. Her legs. Walking on legs. She doesn't really need them. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, Rih- she doesn't need them to sing. I guess. Rihanna's legs got a million bucks each on their policy when she was the wearer of the legs of a goddess title. Mm. That's a little more humble. I guess so. David Beckham's legs are also insured too, which makes sense because, you know, soccer. Okay, see, like, that makes sense. David Beckham needs his legs to perform his job. Yeah, but his see? isn't for a dollar amount. It's a Spice Girl. What? hmm What are you talking about? He has to sacrifice one of the other girls if his legs get messed up. What? You're just talking out of your ass. This doesn't make any sense. I'm confused. What's to be confused about? <laughs> Spice Girl. Human sacrifice. It's a thing in Shut Hollywood. The fuck up. <laughs> okay, Dolly Parton's boobs yeah. are insured? Yeah, and I'm wondering if that means that she can get them changed out whenever she wants for free because they're insured. It's covered. You know how like when Maybe. your windshield chips? Eh, it's covered. That could be it. The only person I know of a body part being insured is J-Lo and her butt is insured. I don't know her. I don't like to talk about her. Uh, whatever, whatever. We covered her in episode seven about the haters. That was a good one. What body part would you insure? I really don't know. This question's weird because I can only think of it in context of like what's actually needed to function. So like my brain. (laughs) But then if something happened to my brain, I don't know how much I'd need the insurance. Yeah, you probably wouldn't. So, I don't know, what would you insure? The only thing I could think is my left hand because I'm left-handed and I would hate to have to relearn my whole life on the right side. That deserves billion dollar compensation, or at least enough to glue some feathers to a sling. (laughs) That's true. Before we go, let's talk about that for a second. What? What was the insurance payout on Mariah's broken arm, elbow, shoulder, rib situation like? I want to know about that because that could be its own episode, honestly. She broke her rib too, or well, like... You know, whatever. That whole section of her. (gasps) What happened? Just come back next week and we'll cover the broken wing of our butterfly. No, just (laughs) kidding. I've been swirling around like for, I don't know, a half an hour. Someone else steps into the into the shot and I just moved slightly forward. Like not even like, it wasn't even like I swirled or did something out of order. Just slightly moved forward. But my, um, uh, help me out, darling. What's the word? Like they're, they're here and then you like the camera's here. So it was just one line and it seemed like natural to me to move forward sl- ever so slightly but because i've been everyone's like oh stay like this i was on th- this side on my arm They're like that looks great stay the most unnatural pose ever and you're posing and you're like you know and when i was watching the footage i'm like my arm was already fatigued it's like doing a workout people don't realize i'm in this contorted thing and i'm like losing the strength that i, I wasn't even thinking about it but i just moved forward and i fell because i had on a skin tight dress and high heels and Ooh. you know my arm just slipped slightly on this 
it was like this surface. It was a little bit slippery. She hung from a rope ladder off the edge of a helicopter while filming a video, so standing on top of a bar wouldn't seem like the place that she'd take her hardest hit, but... <laughs> I don't know if we want to go down memory lane, but I've jumped out of windows into pools, mm-hmm. hung with high heels. Sure. Like... She said Nick literally caught her by the head. Oh yeah. my god. And that her shoulder bone was like popping out. That is when so she scary. Fell on it. They said it was equivalent to or worse than a football injury. It was like being hit by a car. I've seen someone dislocate their shoulder before and it is wild. Uh. Like have you seen pictures of those women who elongate their necks with those metal rings? Yes. Well the it's like they're not actually stretching their necks, they're just pushing their collarbones down. Oh. Yeah, that's why it appears that their neck is longer. It's because this I didn't part know is that. sinking in. And that is what it looks like when somebody dislocates her shoulder. Her neck was like super long, the lady that I saw it happen to. Ay, ay, ay. And my response to trauma is laughter. <laughs> so you just started laughing oh, as soon as... Like I couldn't control. Ugh. Like when the girl's tooth came out. I don't know if I told that story. I'm not getting into that today, oh, but maybe one day. I feel like I tell everyone I know that story about when I saw the girl's tooth fly out. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, back to Mariah. That's that whole shoulder moment really like derailed the trajectory of her career for a minute. Like at least what they had planned for her. Like it's a big part of why we never got the Art of Letting Go album, which could have been a big success. I didn't know that. Well, if we rewind a year, I think the plan was for Mariah to do her season on American Idol as the Paula Abdul, you know, before the whole Nicki Minaj setup, release the Art of Letting Go, which would have been branded as her first album in three years and first since having kids, and kind of market her as a serious legend with iconic status that we as lambs always have known her to have. Like, okay, look at the Beatles or even Elvis. People who can't name one single Beatles song will say they love the Beatles. Why? Because it's just the way it goes for the average Joe, you know? Like, I couldn't give a fuck about the Beatles if you paid me. I don't really have a strong attachment either. I did like Across the Universe. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, that was a great movie. Yeah. But that's what I mean for Mariah. Like, if things would have gone how they were supposed to, that's probably where we'd all be all year round for her without the Christmas song. You think? She deserves it. Look at the numbers. I guess Look so. at the material. Yeah. And then look at how she's made lem- lemonade out of lemons. Or lemons into lemonade. Lemon Whatever. Lemonade. Yeah, that phrase always reminds me of when the Real Housewives of New York were on that boat to Scary Island and Kelly, Kalorn Ben Simone. What, what happened? She said, you guys are turning lemons into lemonade. Like an insult. That's not right. And Bethany was like, <laughs> yeah. It's called turning a bad situation into something good. She Anyways. didn't quite get it. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah's lemonade, though, was those fucking slings. She really did something with those. I mean, fur-studded, feathered, rhinestoned. It makes me want to break my arm really bad. <laughs> Would you expect anything less from her? Well, no. And then this bitch, like, the next week after falling, goes and does a performance in Central Park for some event, perked up, slinged up, her arm literally purple, like one giant bruise, oh and still gave a performance that none of today's girls could compete with. She sang Looking In from the Daydream album, which is not a song she's ever performed. Hmm. That's the only time. So I think it was very purposeful to be like, I am in pain and I am a survivor and I am Mariah fucking Carrie. (laughs) Yeah. How interesting. Yeah. Because she's what? Resilient. Yes. (laughs) That's all I've got for this week. I'm left without a leg to stand on. <laughs> I'll leave you all with a parable from one Jerry Blank. Oh God! Oh my gosh! Strange as it can be. I cried when I had no shoes until I met a man with no feet, and then I laughed really hard. 
card. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> well, come back next week and we'll do something girly. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. Bye.